Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. A quick warning before we get started. On this show, we'll be discussing depression. So please take care when you're listening. And if you are feeling depressed or you just want to talk to someone, in the US, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. We'll put links in our show notes. Okay, let's get started. This is the show that pits facts against pharmaceutical fungi. On today's show, magic mushrooms. For decades, we've kind of seen them as your hippie mum's psychedelics. But now, there's an underground movement that reckons they can use this drug to cure things like depression and anxiety. I'm someone who has suffered from, you know, I would say very severe anxiety attacks my entire life. We're going to call this guy Joseph. And he can remember having these anxiety attacks as far back as preschool. And when he says severe, this is what he means. Stomach ache, queasiness, usually dry heaving or vomiting, um, a lot of tears, a lot of crying, and just, you know, like the world's going to end. These anxiety attacks could sometimes go for days at a time. And Joseph grew up learning to deal with them. He fell in love, got married, had two kids. But then something happened that brought it all back. A couple of years ago, he found out that his wife was having an affair. She was in love with someone else. And, and that's when it, you know, all hit me. I mean, I, I immediately spiraled into, you know, horrible anxiety, the worst of my life. Just the world had collapsed. It was like everything I had spent my entire life working up to, and there's these two kids who are involved and everything, and it just, it was all gone. Like, I would look at my kids and I would just start weeping. Joseph went to psychiatrists. They put him on antidepressants, but the meds didn't work. And he was just getting worse and worse. Nothing was helping. One day, he sunk down on the couch in total despair. And when he looked up, something on the bookshelf caught his eye. It was How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan. The book came out a few years ago and helped popularize this idea of psychedelic therapy, that drugs like magic mushrooms could cure things like anxiety. And it felt like this might be the life raft that could get Joseph out of this. And I'm someone who's literally never, uh, up until this point, had never taken or had any desire to take a psychedelic. But at a certain point reading the book, I, I knew. I knew without a doubt that this was going to be what I needed to do. But obviously, he couldn't just pop into CVS and grab some mushies off the shelf. The feds still list it as a Schedule One drug. It's right up there with heroin. And then, so what do you do next? I just started calling everyone I could think of. You know, I literally opened up my contact list and my phone and going name by name and saying, hmm, is this someone who might know someone who knows someone who, you know, has access to psychedelic, you know, literally it was, it was that. I mean, I called people I hadn't spoken to in years, weeping. Finally, Joseph reaches a guy who knows a guy. And this is how he meets someone who we'll call Mr. Shrooms. He's not a doctor, but he gives people magic mushrooms to help with stuff like their anxiety. So, 
After a few weeks of therapy with Joseph's regular therapist, where he talked about what he wanted to get out of this mushy session, Joseph bought a plane ticket and flew across the country. You know, people were asking me, like, you don't know this guy. How could you trust him? You know, he could be giving you poison. Who knows? And I said, ah, you know what? If I die, I die. You know, I had nothing to lose at this point. On the big day, Joseph heads to Mr. Shroom's apartment. He would set up his guest bedroom for these magic mushroom sessions. He brings out some capsules with a brown powder inside them and some applesauce. Apparently, it helps the mushies go down better. And I said, all right, so, you know, we just open up one of these pills into applesauce? And he's like, oh, no, no, we opened 20 of them. <laughs> um, so we, we, we literally sat there opening up capsule by capsule and pouring the contents out into a jar of applesauce. And, uh, and then I just mixed it together with a spoon and just dove right in. Mr. Shrooms has Joseph cover his eyes with a sleep mask. Joseph lays on the bed. Lights go out. And some calming music comes on. And soon, it hits him. Oh my God, look at, I'm seeing all this stuff. This is crazy. What is going on? I started seeing metallic particles in the air, like glitter, uh, like confetti, like metallic confetti, but very, very slowly floating in the air. And then Joseph starts talking out loud. And Mr. Shrooms is writing down what he's saying. Wow, now it's everywhere. It's right in front of me, but it's a different plane. It's getting closer. Whoa, okay, so now everything is rotating counterclockwise, and I'm in the middle of it. It feels like a giant, cutout, three-dimensional, not cardboard, of an eagle, a bald eagle. The top part of it has this presence of an eagle's head, and the rest of the body, this feathery thing. There's this line. I don't want to compare it to ants. And through all of this, he started thinking about childhood memories and going through what had gone wrong with his wife. It was just me having a conversation with myself. And I was crying, I mean, in such copious amounts and in such an uncontrollable way. And I felt like my eyes were being pushed inside my head and were on fire. And so much mucus was coming out. It was like just this major, you know, shedding of, of everything at that point. It, it hit me. There was a moment where I realized that I was done. After the whole experience, I knew that the anxiety was gone. Gone. It's been about two years since Joseph had that session. And while he's still going to a therapist, he says he hasn't had severe anxiety attacks since. No dry heaving or uncontrollable crying. I feel like I am cured. I feel like I am happier than I ever was before. Can this be for real? How on earth could one trip cure someone's lifelong anxiety and severe depression? And if this does really work, should we all be spending the 2020s tripping balls? 
To find out more, we called up Dr. Alan Davis, a clinical psychologist who just this year published a landmark study into depression and the chemical inside magic mushrooms that makes you trip. It's called psilocybin. So the the depression trial that you did recently, can you tell me, like, a, a typical patient in that trial, what are they like? So the typical types of folks, they had been living with depression for a very, very long time, for decades, um, some of them two to three decades, and had tried a lot of different things. So a lot of them had been through several trials of antidepressants. They had had um, several different types of psychiatrists or psychotherapists, and they never, for most of them, never found a solution. He set up a clinical trial with 24 people to give them psilocybin. And before getting the pills, the patients do a bunch of therapy and talk a bit about their intentions, what they want to get out of their trip. And then we administer the psilocybin in a little bit of a kind of ceremonial fashion. It's like a really like Marie Kondo moment that you're having. Yeah, it is a little bit like that. It's kind of like, you know, thinking about what's going to spark joy in their day and and trying to help them, you know, connect with that. And then it's go time. From here, things are actually quite similar to what Joseph did. The patient lies down on a couch, eyes covered, music on. I'm imagining some Britney and Usher in there. Is that the right? <laughs> I, there are times where I kind of wish there was some Britney and Usher. I don't think that um, uh, there there aren't any currently in the playlist. Uh, no, a lot of it is like orchestral and symphonic music, um, kind of from the classical era. And just like with Joseph, the patients end up taking a massive dose of this stuff, the so-called heroic dose. No applesauce, but the equivalent of around five grams of dried magic mushrooms. Yes, these are very powerful. So I think comparative to what people would get uh, in a recreational environment, these are probably two to three times higher. Oh, wow. Alan says they use these massive doses because small studies have suggested that this might give them the best shot of this treatment working. And Alan says that when people down this much psilocybin, they respond in all kinds of ways. You know, some people will have very visual, visceral experiences where they're completely immersed in a whole different world and landscape. Then some people will have not any visual experience. It'll all be emotional or it'll be physical. We have some people who describe that they spent the entire day kind of feeling like the insides of their body were being reorganized and ground away. There's several experiences that I've had with folks where they'll, they'll kind of peek outside of the eye shades and look at you and, and they'll, they'll ask things like, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> or what's going on with you? Like, wh- it's, this is weird, you know, and we just, I just say, you're right. This is kind of weird. Basically, Alan's team is just there to watch and make sure that everything goes okay. Right, so you're not talking to them about their depression in that moment. Exactly. And the therapy part of things will happen later. As Alan worked with more and more patients, he started to realize that this really might be working. And he kind of couldn't believe it. He remembers going home one night and... I just started to 
to cry. <laughs> I think that that the tears came because I realized that what was happening was so much more profound than the study. You know, the study is is an important piece of this puzzle, but but the change that people were having in their lives, the experience of of some of them having, you know, it been decades since they last felt joy or connection or love in their life, that this wasn't um, at that point any longer um, just an experiment. You know, it wasn't any longer just this project. It was it was changing people's lives. He ran the numbers a month later. And yeah, in these 24 people, it looked pretty great. Not everyone in the trial had a huge transformation, but almost three quarters of the people felt a lot better. And more than half, so 13 people, said that their depression had gone. And remember, a lot of these people had tried other traditional stuff, sometimes for decades, and nothing else had worked. So even if, even if our effect size was cut in half, we're still two times larger um, than the next best treatment. Oh, wow. However, it's not a magic bullet. There are people who did not improve or only improved for a little while and then their depression came back. But our data is suggesting that it's an incredibly powerful treatment. Other small trials using psilocybin on depression are finding similar results. Like one study that looked at depression in around 50 cancer patients showed that 65% of them reported no depression around six months after the trial ended. So what could be happening here? Like, why is this helping? Well, Alan told us that sometimes the wild stuff that happens to people during these trips actually ends up helping them once they're out in the real world. Like one patient in his study... They'd been struggling with suicidal thoughts for years and had extreme anxiety, particularly about going to work. Deep into the trip, this patient said that they transformed into a powerful mythical creature. They became a dragon. They um, described flying to their job, very much a source of anxiety for them and fear. And as this dragon, they showed up and they immediately started eating all of the people at work (laughs) and lighting everything on fire and destroying everything. And so so flash forward a little bit to after the session day, you know, they're they're kind of they're back at work, they're starting they're starting to engage in their life again. And what was fascinating was they came in and said, you know, I went to work the other day and I had zero anxiety. And we asked, well, how is that possible? You know, what what was work like? And they said, I went to work and it occurred to me, how can I be afraid or anxious of people that you can eat? (laughs) But for some people, what happened in their trip didn't seem at all connected to the problem they were trying to solve. Some people in these studies just have awful, scary experiences. And yet, here's what's weird. Sometimes it still helps them. One researcher told us about a cancer patient who said they felt like they were in a trash can being kicked over and over again. But afterwards, they still ended up feeling better. So what on earth is going on here? What is this drug doing inside people's brains? To find out, listen to our full episode on magic mushrooms. It's over on our main feed. 
We look at what Shrooms is doing inside your noggin. And we ask the big question, is all of this safe? Just search for Science Versus in Spotify. That's Science VS. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. I'll fact you next time.